Welcome in to yet another run of the mill sport ball episode. I'm your boy Sam. With me, as always, are Seth and Kyle. And now, not on the UIC Zoom, but on the St. Thomas Zoom. We never gave a damn about the whole city of Chicago. I've always said it. (laughs) (laughs) We're in Minnesota territory, baby. Yeah. I'm here. I'm feeling good. I'm deeply dehydrated. I got three drinks in front of me. Only three. I'm trying so this dead. new beer, Kyle. I don't know if you've had it. Lagunitas Hazy Wonder. Yeah, I'm, I brought that to your house. Nice. <laughs> well, I'm about to open it, so I'll be sure to give the listeners my critique. That was a solid open. Uh What's up, everyone? You know, today we're just going to do a little vibe check, a little um, just good vibes only, just kind of vamping, you know what I'm saying? No structure, whatever, nothing matters. Just Similar to every other episode we've ever done. (laughs) We are, uh, we're going to hit the NBA, we're a quarter of the way through the NBA, and then in the NFL, we're in the deep, deep throes of the playoff push, so we're going to hit that at the end, but... I think we should warm up the, the crowd with some some NBA. What do you think? So if you're an NFL fan, just turn it off. Or continue what you're doing. Put us on mute for a couple minutes and then come back and check in. <laughs> All right. Or if you're well, truly a sick, sick person, you'll put us on like one and a half speed. That's oh. like what normal people do, to be honest. No. No, that you say that because you are a sick, sick man, Kyle. I can't you imagine you bike that. to work in freezing temperatures, <laughs> which That's is true. Honestly, much more sane than listening to anything at one and a half speed. So. I'm the only sane one here. I don't do either of those things. <laughs> you just have four drinks at all times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's why the, our listeners keep coming back for more. Though we all have our little quirks that endear us, you know. Seth is, Seth is. Got I was going to say, are you just devouring a bread bowl by hand? I wasn't I'm sure like that's exactly what was happening. Bowl, yeah. but. I saw the entire bread bowl enter his mouth and come back out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So once again, I had to come up with a stupid gimmick for the NBA, like I'm wont to do every time. And I slave and I slave to come up with it. And then you guys just make fun of me for it. And I keep coming back for more. This one is best in the worst of league pass. It's not really a gimmick, I guess. So <laughs> I, I tasked y'all with giving me the best thing, you, best thing or things that you've seen this year in the NBA so far, watching league pass, sitting on the couch, checking in, and the worst things that you've seen. Could be a player, a team, a big picture item, whatever it might be. Will you allow me to go first? Because I have a varied one that I think will just launch us into all sorts of conversations. And Kyle, for the listeners reference, Kyle's not allowed to bring up Shay in this, uh, (laughs) this gimmick. That's such a valid answer this time though. It's just the rules of the gimmick. I made them up. All right. The best thing I've seen this season so far is just all of the studs, all the goddamn studs in the NBA. All these superstars playing like superstars. And there's there's the same old ones that we love and we hold dear. And then there's some new ones added to the mix too. Some one of them, which name I can't name, otherwise 
I'll be breaking the rule I set for Kyle. Kyle, let me just read some stats for you guys. Allow me. <clears throat> I'm going to list 11 players here. This is crazy. All right, ready? Luca, averaging 33, 9 and 9. That's it? Giannis, 32, 11 and 6. He who shall not be named, <laughs> 31, 5 and 6. Jason Tatum. blocks too. He's, I think he's at like four stocks. Yeah, he's at like four. Yeah. Uh, Jason Tatum, whom Seth birthed from his own loins, 31, 8 and 4. Stephen Curry, you ever heard of him? 37 and 7. Joel Embiid is out injured right now, but he was averaging 32, 10 and 5. Pretty good. KD, you guys remember him? 37 and 6. Donovan Mitchell in his new home in the Cavaliers, 29, 4 and 5. Jonathan Morant. 28, 7, and 8. Devin Booker, 28, 5, and 6. Anthony Davis currently has the flu, but he'll be back. 27, 12, and 3. That's 11 players. And the crazy part is there's only 10 first and second All-NBA team spots. So one of them isn't going to make it. I haven't even mentioned Nikola Jokic, who's averaging 23, 10, and 9. He's a little down in scoring this year, but he's still Nikola Jokic. LeBron is still in the league, if you've heard of him. I mean, this is, and I, I guess in my old mind, this is the deepest kind of, this is the deepest bout of superstars we've had since I've watched the league, I feel like. I mean, I can just tune in and watch a great player every night. Like, it's Are you crazy. not going to mention the fact that Anthony Simons is a top 15 scorer in the entire <laughs> NBA? <laughs> I only went to 11. What do, you, what, do you, what do you want from me? I actually went to 11, name 13, and you still want more. (laughs) You said your top 13 players of your top 11, and then all you're talking about is how there's so many top, top, top top-tier players, and then Kyle immediately says Anthony Simons. (laughs) I'd like to just, you know, toot my own horn. I was damn right on him. He's been great. I mean, the thing is, like, I'm counting 13 players that can be the best player in a championship team right now in the league. Like, that's insane. It's usually not that deep. Like, the league's deeper than ever. Do you feel like it? No, I definitely feel that way. I think we've kind of seen it, too, though. Like, standings have been moving around like crazy recently. Like, it was just two weeks ago, Utah and Portland were at the top of the West. And here we are today. Now the Pelicans are the first place team in the West. Above the Suns, I mean, the Suns and the uh, Grizzlies are only a game, half a game back from them. It's like at any moment, half the conference just can shift, <laughs> shift spots. Yeah, the West especially, right? Right. Yeah, everyone's so clumped together. It's just like a couple little win streaks and then everything changes. Um, yeah, I think what's striking to me about that is like, yeah, the names that you didn't list other players who maybe aren't on the super high end of scoring right now, but <clears throat> are still really good. So, yeah, it's definitely we're at that point. And maybe partially this is players, you know, lasting longer and you have some of those players in their late 30s. But I think most of it is just we had a really strong glut of players who are now like 25 to 27 range um, or even younger who are just crushing it. And a few players who like Ja 
who in their first few years like explode onto the scene. So it's an exciting time to watch the league and definitely helps with exactly what we're talking about, like NBA league pass, just kind of turning the TV on, finding a random game to watch. Not every team necessarily you're going to care about, but hey, if you have the chance to watch Shea Gilgis-Alexander or any of the other players that you listed from a team <laughs> that you don't really care about. <laughs> Anthony Davis. Lord it's knows like, yeah, like the other night it's like, for any other reason. It's like, <laughs> yeah, it's like the other night it was like, okay, see Grizzlies, you know, five years ago, I'm never not a chance I'm watching that. Now it's Shaver's job. That's appointment it's television. Must, that's must see TV. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, you know, we wondered who would take over the league after LeBron and like KD and like the older generation. Never like did we Paul. expect it would be a plethora of players. Exactly. It's like 11 players. It's it's awesome to see. And we still have the old guard there too, still still performing well. This is going to be, it's going to be perfect timing too, I think for the league to expand because I bet they're going to do it pretty soon. <clears throat> There's talks of, of getting a Las Vegas and a Seattle team. And I mean, they clearly have the talent to do it. I feel like with how deep the league is, you know? How do those expansion drafts work like that? I know because it's like in the NHL, I think, was the most recent sports um, league to do it. I want to say there's like players from each team that get like allocated into like a draft pool for the new team. Yeah, you can protect up to I don't know how many. Maybe it's That's like eight or something. Yeah, I don't and know, look then... it up. They draft from those players. I've never been alive for one for the NBA, so I'm not really sure. When's the last expansion team for the NBA? It was the Grizzlies, right? The Vancouver Grizzlies when they formed. It was the oh, I guess expansion. Or was it the Pelicans moving? Yeah, no, the Pelicans used to be. It was just a different name because they used to be the Hornets, and the Hornets used to be the Bobcats. Yeah, but still, the the Bobcats were fairly recent, right? So is that both the Vancouver Grizzlies? It was the Charlotte Bobcats in 2004. Okay. So there were 29 teams before that? Yeah. Wow. How could they? (laughs) It's despicable. Interesting. Well, yeah. So that's my best thing I've seen this year is just how I can tune into any game and watch this plethora of superstars we have at our disposal. It's been Freaking awesome. It is great. Well, Seth is uh, still biting his his little bowl. So, Kyle, would you like to give me your best thing that you've watched this year and how it's not Shea? Uh, well, I mean, that is the best thing I've watched this year. So it's kind of tough to answer that question when I'm not allowed to answer it the way I'd like. <laughs> um. Yeah, this is so hard. The best thing. To be honest, I didn't come prepared for this, and I don't have one off the top of my head because what you said is exactly what I was going to say. Damn right. Because I was looking through all of the scoring leaders as well before you joined on this because <laughs> Seth reminded me to look at the show notes. So I'm just piggybacking off of yours. I have to agree with everything you said, and I gave my takes to it. 
and now this Seth's never two eggs. Okay. I'll, so I'll I'll disagree with him. him. <laughs> um, this doesn't feel I right. Mean, I feel like I have to take advantage of my opportunity because Sam gave Kyle limitations on what he could say, but neglected to give me limitations on what he could say. So I think the best thing I've ever seen is right now when I pull up ESPN and look at the Eastern Conference standings and notice the Boston Celtics far and away the number one seed. I believe we're the only team in the league with an 800 winning percentage. And uh, Peggy, like part of that, the other great thing to see is Joe Missoula chewing gum like there's no tomorrow on the sidelines. He's a new Pete Carroll. A pack a day, at least. <laughs> um, and just the general like team chemistry and vibes that we have in the Celtics right now with, um, with such uncertainty in the offseason and everything that happened with Ime Odoka. Um, excuse me. Everything that happened with Ime Odoka and just not wondering like what the team was going to feel like and if people are going to buy in and it's been better than my wildest dreams. You know, Tatum's one of those superstars that you mentioned. Um, and it's been a joy to watch him. And the other part is like the Celtics are close if not on pace, they're close to being on pace for a 50, 40, 85 season, which is pretty unheard of. Um, so we're doing everything really efficiently. We're the best free throw shooting team in the league, best three point shooting team in the league. Um, and all of that is happening without Time Lord, who they were saying on the broadcast of the game yesterday, they were thinking maybe like 10 to 12 days he might be back and he's been practicing pain-free um so i feel like he's kind of the missing piece for our defense and our offense is already like leaps and bounds above everybody else so just exciting time to be a celtics fan and watching tatum tatum and brown look like the best duo in the league has been pretty pretty exciting and the other thing i'd like to mention and maybe we should have started with this to be honest and it's not really about the nba But the greatest thing that I saw today in particular, which is not today when you're listening to this, but um, is the news that uh, Brittany Griner is being released from detention in Russia. So shout out to her. It was a horrible, fucked up, bullshit situation. And uh, we're glad that she'll be able to come home safely and hopefully begin healing from what I'm sure was a traumatic experience. I think they should have bargained for more in that deal though. The United States, we have that U S Marine that's been over in Russia held captive for some time too. And we gave them what uh, I guess has been deemed the most dangerous man in the world. Yeah. I mean, I really know nothing about foreign policy negotiation of prisoners. Yeah. Um, and I felt like, <clears throat> I don't know. I saw, I saw some people saying like, okay, people are critiquing, like we should have gotten more, but like Brittany Griner's life is worth a lot to hopefully a lot of people. 
And I guess I'm kind of coming from the perspective of I'm not really an expert on what that is. So I'm just going to be happy that that was the outcome that we got. And, you know, there's lots of people around the world suffering and we'd like to help all of them, but at least this was one bit of good news. It's true. Yeah. That was dope to see. Um, Going off of your, uh, uh, your, your duo, your duo, excuse me, of Tatum and Brown. Mm. They are the highest scoring duo since um, the 2019 season of Russ and Harden. And then before that was Shaq and Kobe in 02-03. They're averaging together 57.2 points per game. It's crazy. Yeah, this is like the best duo we've seen in a long time. I'm not counting Russell fucking Russell. Three years. What do you mean? <laughs> that was a good team. <laughs> Wait, what was that three years ago? That was Russell only three years ago? Wait, what was it? Russell Westbrook and Kevin James Grant? Harden? That's not right. Oh, James Harden. But still, that was only three years ago? Wait, are you talking about when they were on the Rockets together? Yeah. They, they averaged, averaged 57 60, points? 61 and a half they averaged together. No way, dude. I'm reading it. The stats. I just yes. miss it out of hand. Let me see it. Well, yeah, didn't Harden have like 34 or something? Yeah. I think that was this year he won the scoring title, wasn't it? I don't count that one. I just miss it. You're right, though. <laughs> I know I'm right. I told you, I wasn't just making things up. It's cheating, you dismissed though, it because we all dismissed that team because we knew they'd be asked in the playoffs. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm going to say, I'm going to tell everyone this is the best one since Shaq and Kobe. And I don't think anyone's going to call me out on it. What a season they both had. I mean, <laughs> I think you could argue until the end of the season and until we have won our championship. Knock on wood. LeBron and AD was pretty good. Yeah. And you could and Steph and Kevin Durant. No. That's <laughs> <laughs> honestly, that's the one. Like, yeah. Tatum and Brown aren't going to be Steph and KD. Yeah. But this, but they have gone up to quite the scoring star for sure. Um, yeah, I mean. I think it's fair for you to bring it up, Seth. I think it's a huge story in the NBA so far. I mean, they're they're on pace to shatter the record for offensive rating. They're at 120 points for 100 possessions right now. So that's insane. I mean, they're three points ahead of the next best team. And the gap between three and 19 is like the same between them and the next best team base, basically. I mean, they're just yeah. scoring so efficiently. And they're just – sometimes they're rolling out Blake Griffin – to be replaced by Luke Cornett on the bench, and they're still the most efficient scoring team in the league. Yeah, I mean, we played the Suns on Wednesday, mm-hmm. and it's like we were up by 20 in the second quarter. It's, uh, I think you were up by over 30 up. points at one point in the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, you know, Brogdon, Cornette, Grant Williams, Tatum and Brown. It's like, oh, you unstoppable lineup, you know. So they've just got something really going right there. They've got an offensive scheme that works. Those two guys obviously have been fantastic. Everyone else can shoot threes pretty much besides their big guys. 
Um, even Blake made a couple threes against the Suns. So, yeah, it's just exciting times. And you're only ninth in the defensive rating right now. Once Time Lord gets back, I feel like that's going to climb up. You, what if you just finish first in both? <laughs> Can you imagine? I mean, <clears throat> we were we were by far first in defense in the second half of last year. Yeah. And Time Lord obviously was a big part of that. So you would think that when he comes back, we'll improve. Um, and obviously anything can happen. The Bucks still look great. Chris Middleton just recently came back. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like it'll be a cakewalk for the Celtics the rest of the season, but I think Celtics fans can only help but be encouraged by what we've seen so far. It's crazy to think that just like last year, we're like, wow, this team's just so mediocre. Like, is it time to trade Jalen Brown? Like, I actually know we're just going to win every game for the rest of the year and make the finals. Once Marcus Smart says everyone needs to pass the ball, somehow they just listen to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I think Marcus listened to himself too. Yeah. And I think partially it was being empowered by the team and the coaching staff and also just making a conscious effort to adjust where they, for so long, we talked about, oh, this team needs a point guard, needs a someone to set the table. We need like a Rajon Rondo, Ricky Rubio type. And then Smart was just like, I can do that and figured it out. And then, you know, we added Derek White. He's not really that type either, but fits into the mold of a of a defensive first guard who can shoot. And yeah, I think that was the biggest thing was smart, essentially just focusing pretty much full time on being the pesky defender that he's always been and not trying to be some prolific scorer when you have two of the best scorers in the NBA on both sides of you already. Mm-hmm. I yeah, legitimately once, think once accepting only, that. Yeah. I legitimately think he only realized last season that <laughs> Jalen Brown, and Jason Tatum were better than him. <laughs> he yeah. might not still accept it. <laughs> uh, all right. Can I do my, my worst thing? So mm-hmm. this is the worst thing I've seen this year. This beer is great, by the way, Kyle. I know. Fantastic. Yeah. Okay. Seth's just leaving when I have my big segment. It's like, you know, does he even care? What do you got over there? Lean? What goes on? You wish. <laughs> it's iced coffee. You fool. It's a styrofoam cup. <laughs> I'd drink everything out of a styrofoam cup if I had them at all times. Oh, God. I don't like You don't that. like a styrofoam? Do you make little teeth marks on the other room? I mean, when I'm done with the cup, sometimes I go give it a few bites. <laughs> All right. So my worst thing I've seen this year, I really would like Seth to be here for this because he's going to assume the things are in it. Does he have the? I guess earphones? he can still hear me talk. All right. <clears throat> my worst thing I've seen this year is the Dallas Mavericks. Now, I know that's what you're going for. I know Ooh. they're 13 and 11. I don't give a rat's ass. I kind of agree with you. <laughs> okay? I don't give a shit. You watch one Mavs game, you've seen them all. Okay? That's fair. They're just they're, – it's, it's like putting out a tape of the 2017 Houston Rockets. I mean – sorry, Kyle. I mean, it's I just – apologizing to me. That was some of the best times of my life. <laughs> <laughs> 
Luca, Luca is obviously a transcendent talent. Okay. But he's up at 38% usage. He's in like the, he's in like the MJ before Phil Jackson gave him a talk range and like the Russell Westbrook 2017 range. It's just like, I like him. I like watching him a little more than Harden so far, just because he like kind of posts up more, which I find a little more interesting, I guess. I don't know. than just pick and roll. But I mean, it's the same possession every time. First of all, they never, they never even jog down the court. Luca walks the ball up, gets over the half court line, exactly 16 seconds left in his shot clock. And then he runs a pick and roll and either he shoots or he lobs the ball or he finds a shooter for an open three and they brick it. Well, I mean, what is this? You know, like I just, it's so boring. Like, and our second best player is Spencer Dinwiddie. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe it's Christian Wood. Maybe it's Christian Wood. I don't like watching Christian Wood either. He's like, I know he's so skilled, but like, it never feels like it's in the flow of the offense. You know what I mean? I don't know what it is. I think you just choose like my favorite players and just decide (laughs) to hate on them. When I watch Christian Christian Wood, it's also terrible on defense. When I watch Christian Wood, it feels like like he's in a pickup game. Like he's like, okay, like we got next. All right, here we go. And then he just like yeah. takes a step back three. <laughs> Cal loves That's it. That's fine. <laughs> he makes them. I don't know. And Jason Kidd won't start him for some reason. He's shooting forty percent from three. Major minutes. I get that he's like a skilled big man. It's just like watching a Walmart Carl Anthony Towns out there, though. Like it doesn't lead. He's to just as good as Carl Anthony Towns. We've been over this before. Well, Carl Anthony Towns isn't good. So what does that do? If for me? if not better. <laughs> You were pretty <laughs> adamant about the fact that there's no way they're even close. I mean, he doesn't even start for his own team, so I don't really see how that. that he doesn't get to choose if he starts or not. <laughs> I think That's he was not as his good choice. As, I'm just saying, if he was as good as Carl Anthony Towns, I would think he would start for his own team. I don't know if Carl Anthony Towns got traded to this team, he might be coming off the bench too with the way they're coaching down there. It's I would put Carl Anthony Towns on the. Does he even know what he's doing? <laughs> I don't know. I would put Cat on the bench and keep him there if I had a team. But um, yeah, I don't so, know. It's just within one minute, Sam just said, <laughs> "If you're as good as Carl Anthony Towns, you must start." <laughs> and then twenty seconds later, said, "If Carl Anthony Towns is on my team, I put him on the bench to keep him there." <laughs> so what am I turning into, Kyle? You're the king of contradiction. I swear. <laughs> That's what they call me. Yeah. So I don't know. And like, we'll see. The big difference between Luca and Harden, in my humble opinion, is that Luca. Kicks ass in the playoffs, uh, so from what we've seen from him so far, and becomes an even better player. And Harden folds like a cheap, cheap chair that you sit on in church. So I don't like, I don't. A lot of times when you have this high usage, it doesn't lead to playoff success. Maybe it will for Luca because he's so good in the playoffs. But I think I'll just tune out until the playoffs and <laughs> let them play their games because I can't stand watching them anymore. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, it's like, I don't even know what I, they need either. Like, if they were to try to trade for something, whoa, I, the whole system kind of needs to change, right? <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. It's like you you miss Brunson a bit, but it's not like they were the most fun team to watch last year either. No. and At least the Rockets were fun. And so it's like, yeah, what could change – in order for them to play a style that we enjoy while still like showcasing Luca. I mean, maybe if they had another like ball handler. Um, 
but I don't know. I don't see that really happening anytime soon. So I think we might be stuck with this style of Mavs play for a while. Send DeMar DeRozan over there. What the hell can we get in return? Mm. That could be interesting. <laughs> I don't know. I Someone like get Jason like... on the phone. Tim Hardaway Jr. <laughs> I think he needs like, does he just need an elite big man maybe? He already has Christian Wood. Yeah, he's kind of there already, <laughs> and he's being limited by his coach. So, well, I think he needs like an elite defensive big, though. Mm, that's a different story. Like, you know what the perfect fit would be? Rudy Gobert. Miles Turner. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. I I don't sneak. You don't really like Miles Turner. With all these trade talks, everyone's like, like Miles Turner is the next Bill Russell if he could shoot threes. Like, he's not that good. <laughs> If he's I mean, not as good as Bill Russell with the three-point <laughs> shot, I don't. Want I don't him. want him. <laughs> oh no, I was gonna say Anthony Davis. Yeah, for the thirty percent of the games that they'd play together. <laughs> hey, he just has a flu right now. He's not injured, right? Why did he only play eight minutes last game? Did he? Did the flu hit him eight minutes into? The <laughs> That's what it seemed like. I was watching. He just left. Like he, he went to the locker room. Yeah, with flu-like symptoms. I'm like. Well, you know how sometimes like you he think had like, diarrhea? Yeah, he definitely had the shits. Yeah, I think he had the shits. <laughs> I don't know, man. Whatever. Fuck the Mavs. Who's, who's got next? Which is what Christian Wood says when he walks on the court because he thinks it's a pickup game. <laughs> I'll, um, go, I'll go next so that I can steal Kyle's before he says it. it. <laughs> but mine is a specific play, which I, I sent to Kyle. I don't even know if I sent it to Sam on Instagram. And I'm going to pull it up and narrate it for the fans right now. <laughs> I can't wait. So it's a Minnesota Timberwolves play. Oh, God. <laughs> Starts out with our old friend, Carl Anthony Towns. <laughs> our old getting, friend. <laughs> getting the ball on the wing. He takes three dribbles, drives in, gets stopped, t- like crosses over, <clears throat> loses the ball somehow luckily gets it back into his hands it just bounces back to him luckily gives it to Gobert Gobert spins, takes two dribbles gets stuck, turns around loses the ball no one no one steals it he just loses the <laughs> ball and then dives towards the ball and smacks it back towards the other basket like no attempt to pick up the ball <laughs> Or anything, he just smacks it, and then Clay Thompson picks it up, goes on a fast break the other way, pull up three, drains it. <laughs> so honestly, if anything, Gobert should have the assist for just slapping <laughs> the ball towards Clay. Oh. Um, but yeah, it's just despicable and shows just the complete lack of spacing uh, and chemistry that Gobert and Towns have right now. Um, and I will say I watched the game, the Timberwolves Pacers game Wednesday or Tuesday or Wednesday, and Cat uh, has been out, you know, and they looked better. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm not saying give Cat away for free, but. If you can get something back for him, maybe resembling what you gave away to get Gobert, I might do that. ASAP. Christian Wood for Cat. Who says no? Both teams. 
Yeah, it's like KOC was saying at a pod the other day, like, do you think any, like, there's anything in the back of the mind of the um, the T-Wolves new GM, whose name escapes me, um, anything in the back of his mind, like, let's make this Gobert trade, and then if I have to trade Cat later, I will, you know? Because they obviously don't work together. And then they can just trade Cat and turn – <laughs> turn Ant into Donnie and go bear into himself and just have Utah part two. <laughs> Which yeah, is what I kind of run that was in Utah. <clears throat> I mean, you say that, but this is what we talked about before the season is that the Timberwolves have never had that successful of a run that Utah yeah, right. just had in their whole franchise history. That's so <clears throat> I kind of feel like that would be, I don't know if Timberwolves fans would necessarily agree that's the thing is, like, do you really want to pay up. that much money yeah. just for a first round possible win? Actually, yeah. Utah, did they even ever make it out of the first round? They lost to Denver every year in the first round, didn't they? <laughs> in my eyes, they never even made the playoffs. <laughs> in my eyes, the Jazz are still in the G League. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, it's tough. Well, yeah, I, 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 I was watching a Cav, the Cavs Lakers game the other day, and they were like, "Yeah, Donovan Mitchell just like just keeps saying like, oh, he's just so happy, like he's he feels free, like he's playing with like this this team has such joy, like no slight to the Jazz, I'm like definitely a slight to the Jazz." Yeah, I mean, he says can that. you imagine have being forced to live in a state full of Mormons? Nothing against the Mormons; sure. it's more about just everything else that, like, what they don't serve any type of alcohol above like a light beer level alcohol level all the all the everything closes closes at like eight yeah yeah and then you're there with rudy gobert no less exactly (laughs) and you're forced to hang out with them probably because (laughs) where else do you do exactly so i agree with seth that was going to be my worst thing was just the timberwolves all together um on top of that i'll take it to saying along with the Timberwolves, any Clippers game, terrible. <clears throat> I don't God. know what it is. It's been this way for years. But even with Kawhi now back, he's played a couple games, right? I still don't give a shit. It's extremely no. boring basketball. Like really horrendous. Bad. Yeah. The most joy I get in front of any out of ever watching any of those any minutes from those games is watching Avika Zubac. Mm. He's been the <laughs> second coming of Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what's in the water down there. <laughs> He's like Bill Russell if he didn't shoot threes. <laughs> no, it, it's anyone the Lakers trade away ends up becoming incredible. That's true. true. I saw some report, not some report. I I don't know. I guess what you would call it, but uh, an article you could say saying that you know what the Lakers need, Kyle Kuzma. <laughs> oh, <laughs> wow! Why? Why is that what they need? <laughs> They need Kyle Kuzma and they need Alex Caruso. And Lonzo Ball. I mean, Caruso's ass now, so. <laughs> and Zubac. Lonzo hasn't walked in fucking two well, years. Yeah, he can't true, walk up obviously. the stairs. They need who Lonzo Ball used to be when yeah. he was healthy. And uh, <clears throat> uh, Brooke Lopez. D'Angelo Russell. He's turned into a formidable point guard. D'Angelo Russell might be one of the worst players in the league. <laughs> Come on now. Formidable would not be the word I would choose. <laughs> and yet, like, every every like 20 games, he takes over in the fourth quarter and scores, like, 18 straight points. And I never know when it's coming. Yeah. Uh, speaking of the Clippers and why you hate watching them, Kyle, I'll tell you why. They're 28th in offensive rating. 
I was watching the oh, Clippers. Really? Okay. <laughs> I was watching the end of Clippers Magic yesterday because it went into overtime. I was like, oh, this is exciting. This is exciting. It was like almost the end of overtime and it was tied at 103. And I was like, wait a second. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> yeah, it's been uh it's been rough. I I, I haven't like way, watched Kawhi the Clippers is, for like four years. Yeah, Kawhi is not playing in tonight's game, which is Thursday. So I mean to say that he's back is technically true, but he's back in the Kawhi sense. They started like overtime every fifth game. Yeah, there's they're still like he's still in a minutes restriction. Like they started overtime without Ka- Kawhi or Paul George. <laughs> like what goes on? Can you play him a couple more minutes? I Are mean, they tanking for Wemby? Like <laughs> it's kind of a similar thing though. Like the reason I don't like watching them, Kyle, is like. All right, they just drive and they kick to one of their five mediocre wing three-point shooters, Nicholas Batum, with his French ass, takes a three and then either goes in or doesn't. Nothing exciting ever happens. Nothing. It's despicable. Couldn't agree more. All right. Who's our quarter season MVP and why is it Jason Tatum? It's Jason Tatum. Cannot be. Are I mean, he's the here? best, <laughs> he's the best player on the best team. Facts. Cool. All right. My, uh, I, I hitched my wagon to him last year for MVP, rode him again this year, and things are looking strong. Did it, anyone bet on it? I forgot to bet on it. I don't bet anymore, so no. <laughs> I have the worst luck in the world. There's no no way I ever win anything. It's so. been an off year for you for luck, I'll say. <laughs> Man, <laughs> something happened. I don't know what. Maybe, Maybe it's, it's like once you become a father, it transfers to your kid, you know? That's fine, I guess. Maybe that's (laughs) maybe that's why when people do pools and stuff, they put their kids' name on there. Do people do that? People do, yeah, like office pools and things like that, or friends and family pools for sporting things. People put their kids' names. Maybe I and themselves, or just their kid. Sometimes it's just their kids. (laughs) Wow, yeah, that's a good strategy for you. I think maybe we'll find. I'm selfish. I might just do one and one. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so we got Tatum MVP. I want to check in on our championship contenders, see if anyone we added to the mix or took out. I don't even remember who we said at the beginning, but I have I have in mind, I think clearly in their own tier, the Celtics and the Bucks. Maybe the Celtics even in their own tier and then the Bucks. But like there's kind of a pretty, pretty big gap in the Eastern Conference, at least between those two and everyone else. And then the West Which, gets very muddy. <clears throat> Kyle was tooting his own horn about Anthony Simons. Allow me to remind you, gentlemen, before the season when you three were like, well, there's the top three in the East, Boston, Milwaukee, and Philly. And somebody was like, are we sure Philly's in the top tier? That somebody was me. Me and Kyle can just use the injuries as an excuse, though. Right. He <laughs> said, <So>, right. <laughs> <laughs> They're only three and a half games back from the third spot, okay? It's not that crazy. Yeah, come on now. Don't toot your own horn too soon. I mean, you didn't realize were, it was that close. I also if, didn't... <laughs> that's <clears throat> even if they were in the third spot, that wouldn't make them in the same tier with the Bucks and the Celtics. I also forgot even that. if they were in the third spot. In the, I mean, we just we don't think Cleveland's in the same tier as Boston and Milwaukee. Not I think Boston Cleveland Milwaukee. I think Cleveland should be (laughs) jumping around now. I do think Cleveland should be in the long list of title contenders. Certainly above your list. I will say that 30 teams. (laughs) I will say that I forgot that Doc Rivers coach teams don't try at all. That's what really got me. 
Yeah. If you run even a little bit on the Sixers, they're like, ah, go ahead, have a transition layup. Uh, okay, so my next tier has the Cavs in it. You'll be happy to know, Seth. Suns, Cavs, Warriors, Nuggets, and Grizzlies. I feel like the wow. Pelicans might have to be in that next Yeah, how tier, are the huh? Pelicans not in there? I don't believe yet. I'm not a true Okay, believer. the Pelicans are first in the West, and Golden State is 10th, and he had Golden State in a tier above them. <laughs> yeah, because... Can we talk about their record right why. now? The, yeah. the um, Warriors, of course. They're 11-2 and two at home and 2-11 and 11 away. Are they just going to go uh, you reverse <laughs> for the entire season? Wow. And just 41 and 41? <laughs> I, was, I put the Warriors there because they've won five championships. Or is it four? And Okay, um, but this these the players aren't the same anymore. You ever heard of Steph Curry? Yeah. No? <laughs> <laughs> I th- I think they'll be fine personally. If you guys you guys can tell me I'm wrong if you disagree. I think they'll be fine, but I mean you gotta give I think the Some Pelicans have just as much of a chance as they yeah. do at this point. I don't give a shit about the regular season standings. The Jazz were the first seeds three years in a row, and they're ass. Yeah, well, okay, so why are we even talking forward. about this? Yeah. If you don't give a shit about the regular season standings, then why are we talking about what's changed well, since the offseason? Because we watch with our eyes. If you guys think the Pelicans deserve to be there, go ahead. I just don't. What have you seen you with watch. your eyes that make you think the Pelicans <laughs> don't deserve to be in the same tier? I think that... Um, I guess it's just uh, I understand that they've played well this year and they are top 10 in both defense and offense, which is the mark of a title team. <laughs> okay. The game of contradiction test. strikes again. <laughs> I guess I just <laughs> I guess I just don't really believe in their defense long term and in the playoffs. And I just need to see it first. They've never even like made the playoffs. I mean, I guess they did last year. But <laughs> I'm not going to put a team in the championship contenders that's never done anything in the playoffs. That's just my personal oh, preference. God. You just put Cleveland in there. Yeah. <laughs> but Donnie's at least there. Donnie's done stuff in the playoffs. Barely. Well, he was carrying Lost Gobert in his Denver? back. What do you want him to do? <laughs> Ten minutes ago, you said the Jazz had never done anything. I don't know. I just need to see it first, okay? I... <laughs> I'm just here to point out your contradictions. So that's the only reason you're here. Mm-hmm. And so I don't so, get fined. I, I personally don't have the Pelicans in there. I don't think they have what it takes, especially in a crowded West. The Cavs, it's like, okay, maybe like they get lucky and only have to beat one of the Celtics in the Bucks and boom, they're in the finals. You know what I'm saying? I just don't see the Pelicans getting through the slog of the West. I mean, okay, if you look at the standings, the Pelicans then would have to, you know, first round, let's say they beat Portland. Second round, then they have to face maybe Denver. If it was now, it could be you have to beat Portland and then Sacramento and then Phoenix. I don't know. It doesn't seem like that big of a gauntlet to me. Are you kidding me? Light the beam. You're going to be the Kings? Come on now. Do you have the Kings in the top two? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. You know, actually, I think by my own okay. Here's here's how I think about it. Okay. If I look I guarantee up, you he's gonna say something that he said the opposite <laughs> of within the last 10 minutes. <laughs> if I look up on June 2nd, my birthday, a legend was born, 1995. Remember that, kids? <clears throat> and this team is in the finals 
will I be surprised? Okay. I would be shocked with the Pelicans in the finals. Honestly, I'd be shocked if the Cavs were too. So I'm striking with them for the list. Now I'm glad we talked it out. Okay. You tell me you wouldn't be surprised here's, if the Pelicans are in the finals. Here's where me and you differ. Is it surprise? I can't or imagine shocked? such a thing happening. <laughs> <laughs> I would be shocked by any outcome because he's never pictured it before. <laughs> His mind's eye would be seeing something for the first time. <laughs> uh, uh, okay, well, who oh, do you guys have? Is yours like 15 deep? I mean, what are we talking here? So before the season started, we did our preview podcast. I pulled up my notes. Whoa, you've been taking notes? No, oh, I just written. wrote down answers for uh, the first podcast. <laughs> no, this <laughs> is a drawing of you guys. <laughs> And as you can see here, this is the horse's ass. Um, <laughs> uh, I have my contenders. I picked four from each conference. Okay. Memphis, Dallas, the Warriors, and the Pelicans. It's written in stone. No um, Suns. Didn't have the Suns. No. Hmm. Um, I, I think I'd probably change it at this point and flip Dallas and Phoenix. Put Phoenix in for Dallas. Yeah. East, I had Boston, Milwaukee, Philly, and Atlanta. Not terrible. Hmm. I think I'd put Cleveland in there, though, now. I don't know who I bomb. It's either Atlanta or Philly. Probably. You don't have to stick to four each. I mean, you can do whatever you want. I mean, that's my morals. (laughs) Okay. Seth, who would you have? We can come back to that another time. I remember we had a little debate. I think on that podcast about Cleveland versus Atlanta. And I feel like I have the upper hand on that now. So I'm going back in my notes on my computer. I can see that Cleveland's been extremely impressive this year. I didn't expect it to happen so quick. That was the, that was the thing I was worried about. No one is starting Um, Dean Wade should be making the finals. Unless it's the finals of accounting. The best Dean Wade (laughs) they've seen in Cleveland though. I will say. (laughs) Uh, so I had Bucks and Celtics in the East, and that was it. So, like I said, I'll throw the Cavs in that mix, although I think it's in that definitive order, Celtics, then Bucks, then Cavs. And then preseason, I had Warriors, Suns, Pelicans, Nuggets, Clippers as my top five. Clippers? Ugh. Yeah, I mean, I had Clippers fifth on that list, but yeah, I would drop them down now, and I'm fine with keeping the other four. And I guess the the question mark I would have in the West is more about the Grizzlies. I Did no you not have the Grizzlies? Them. Preseason, I didn't. It was one of those, like, you got to have somebody have off. But... You should have them. They were my pick to click from the West. I have them. I had them then, and I still do now. I'm predicting them to finish first. We shall see. Okay. I have a new. I I have a finalized list. You ready? Due to our conversation, this is good. We're talking. Is it your list of (laughs) the top five that includes eight teams? (laughs) It's nine teams of championship contenders. Okay. <clears throat> Number one, the Los Angeles Lakers. I'm kidding. Okay. Um, also, no one mentioned the Nets. We're just out still. Mm-hmm. Cool. It's Me just too. whatever. Did you see? I saw a clip from Rusillo's podcast. Shout out 
uh, Ryan Rosillo. I don't remember. I don't know who the guest was that he had on, but they mentioned that Kevin Durant is essentially the NBA's Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I thought that was perfect. Genius. Like they're they're just like so freaking good. They haven't won as many titles as you think they should, and they're just a so fucking annoying. They're really yeah. <laughs> they are the cause of all of their problems. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, all right. This is the affirmative list of championship contenders. <clears throat> Tier one, Celtics and Bucks. <clears throat> Tier two, Suns, Warriors, Nuggets, Grizzlies. Tier three, Sixers, Mavs, Heat. Yeah, you like that, don't you? What is Tier three doing there? I could just scrap Tier three, to be honest. Tier three is just kind of like, you know, Luca, Joel Embiid. And the Heat always... You didn't have Cleveland or the Pelicans on there. I scrapped them. You like that? They didn't even make Tier 3? No, no. (laughs) No. That's disgusting. Because it's my rule, right? I would be shocked if I woke up... Let's say I was in a coma until my birthday, okay? We could make that happen. If I I woke up and I was tuning into a Pelicans-Cavs finals, I would be flabbergasted. And you can't tell me with a straight face you wouldn't be either. I would be surprised, but not as surprised as I would be if Miami or Philly was in the finals. Miami just made the finals. I can't bring myself to watch a Miami game anymore ever since Jimmy did that stuff to his hair. (laughs) I legit can't watch a game. What about the fact that Kyle Lowry refused to take a shot? Does that also turn you off? No, I don't care about that. It's like he <laughs> let Jimmy his hair reverted out. his hair back. Did he? Because I could watch yeah. again. Because for whatever reason, he also looked like his again. face aged like thirty years. When he did that <laughs> I to thought his that hair. too. He looked way older. <laughs> I don't know what happened. Listen, all I'm saying is that Jimmy and Bam led team already made the finals, so I can't. I'm not gonna be shocked if they make it again. They they were a Jimmy Butler missed three from making it last year anyway. They're not as good as they were last year. So you're going to be shocked if they make the finals. Mm-hmm. Even though they I'd almost be more made shocked that they make the finals over like a Cleveland or the Pelicans made the finals. That's what I just said. Yeah. Yeah. I just disagree. That's why it's a great podcast. This is a great podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's the hottest take you've had all day. <laughs> all right. Let's move on to the NFL. I'm tired of this. Yeah, thank job. <laughs> Just some quick hitters for you guys. No, no crazy gimmicks. All right. You're welcome. <clears throat> we are in the playoff push week 14. For some reason, six teams on a bye. as if anyone asked for that. Um, so we have kind of the standing starting to shake out. Most teams have what? Five games left, four games left, anywhere in between. Um, who is going to get the sixth and the seventh seed in the NFC is what really piques my interest. We have Eagles, Vikings, Niners, Bucks, Cowboys, top five. I don't really see that changing in my humble opinion. Fighting for those last two spots, we have the Giants, the Seahawks, and the Washington football team, the Commies. Lions sneakily in the hunt at five and seven with a big matchup against Seth's Vikings this week. So, what do you guys think? I don't know. I, I think it's going to be the Seahawks looking at their schedule 
And then whoever wins the Washington Giants game in week 16, who is that going to be? I don't know. I like the Giants. They're just, I wanted to pick them, but I fear they're just past the point of no return with their injuries. Like, who are they? Who, what the, the offensive skill player injuries have been brutal. Slayton has been a very good fill in, or like, I mean, he probably should have been starting all season anyways, but he's really stepped up. But after that, it's like their next best receiving option is probably their rookie tight end, Dave. Um, what's his name? Bellinger. Yeah, Daniel Bellinger. Daniel, yeah. They're, yeah, they're starting, like, what's his name? Isaiah Hodgins or something, who's, like, <laughs> only taken a few snaps in his career. And their they're secondary is similarly injured, too. But I love the – I mean, Dayball, I'm loving what he's doing as a coach. So I want to pick them. I just – at a certain point, the talent's got to win out, right? Well, what's the rest of their schedule look like? Did you say that? Well, they're playing the Eagles this week. You don't love that. That's rough. Yeah, but then they go Commanders. Okay. Vikings could be tough, but then you've got Colts. So mm, then you finish with the Eagles. Oof. So you got three you, Three of your last five games are against the top two teams in the NFL. <laughs> I mean, yeah, maybe you can so... hope the Eagles have nothing to play for week 17. Right, in the last week, and they just rest players. But I really think they might still have stuff to play for with the Vikings and the Cowboys on their I was going to say, yeah, I don't think they rest anyone because, Yeah. They're going to want so, that uh, buy. It depends on what the Vikings and the Cowboys do, right? We're going to win it's, out. I can guarantee I, it. It's not Whoa. like... It's a, <laughs> what? How much can we bet? <laughs> I don't even know what the schedule is, but I don't even... Yeah. All right, well, scrap everything. Let's look at the schedule. Seth says they're going to win out. I haven't even looked at the schedule. All right, okay. you got the Lions. You might win out. That's a lot. We almost... We almost lose every game. You but. have the Lions, the Colts, the Giants, the Packers, and the Bears. Wow, you might win out. Yeah. Might. I mean, you're going to be favored in every game, although you're not favored against the Lions. Justin might send us off on a high note to end the season with the best performance of his young career. 200 rushing yards, 300 passing yards, six total Jesus. touchdowns. <laughs> you heard it here and first. And still lose. Still not enough to beat Kirk Cousins. Yeah. Are we going uh, to this game or what? Oh, oh, sounds pretty fun. So Washington. When's your also, uh, winter break for school, Seth? You know we don't have to discuss this on the podcast. All right, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> so the <laughs> Washington has a pretty similar schedule. They're playing the Giants, obviously. Then they're playing the Niners. Tough. The Browns. Tough. The Cowboys. Tough. Like they. I mean, they're both. They both have a really tough schedule. The Seahawks the have really a, that tough. The Seahawks have a, a similarly – like, they have a couple winnable games. They have the 49ers and the Chiefs, which is tough, but they have the Panthers, Jets, and Rams. You know, they could win two out of those three. Who has the Panthers, Jets, and Rams? The Seahawks. That's the easiest schedule so far, I think. Right, so that's what I'm saying. I think it's the Seahawks make it, and then whoever wins that Giants-Washington game. I mean – Detroit has a pretty easy schedule as well. The Jets defense tough. Okay. But then you finish the season with the Panthers, Bears, and Packers. Mm. They could go four and one to end the season. I think if they really wanted to. <laughs> they don't want to, though. <laughs> Especially since they're going to beat the Vikings this week. So. Whoa. Whoa. 
You're not even favored in this game, Seth. The Lions is are favored. Honestly, fucked up. Wait, what? Well, they're gonna they're win. That's why they're favored. Yeah. It's fucking hysterical. <laughs> the Vikings always lose a weird one to the Lions every year. So now is where we really find out if you're different or not. Do we? Or is it just, maybe that's the Bears. I you know. almost lost to the Jets last week. I thought it was going to happen. The Jets are decent. They're in the playoffs right now, which yeah. is a great transition. Thanks, Kyle. You're welcome. In the AFC, <clears throat> do you think the playoffs are set or do you think anyone else sneaks in? I'll give it to you right now. We got Bills, Chiefs, Ravens, and Titans as our division winners right now. Bengals on a hot streak right now. The Miami Dolphins at eight and four, and then the Jets at seven and five. So the Jets spot, I feel like may be up for grabs. Um, we have the Patriots and the Chargers at six and six. And then we have a lot of five and seven teams just lurking, ready to pounce. We have the Raiders. We have the Browns with Deshaun and his despicable self back. I swear to God, if the Browns make the playoffs, I don't know what I'll do. We have the Pittsburgh Steelers somehow still hanging around. God knows why. They're all five and seven. Do you see anyone taking that jet spot? I mean, any of those teams could take it, I think. I mean, obviously the Chargers are always tantalizing with Justin Herbert. I'm not tantalizing all by them. I think the Jets are going to hold on to it. I'm actually disgusted by them. They're a despicable franchise. They're honestly Dallas Mavericks-esque. That's a probably mm, yeah, fair, fair assessment. Yeah, that's I don't know, really anyone good. but the Raiders I'd be okay with, and the Patriots, really. Why do you hit the Raiders? Yeah, what do you got against the Raiders? I, I don't like Derek Carr, and I don't need to hear the announcers <laughs> gushing over every decision he makes and throw he makes whether good or bad why why do you hate the patriots matt patricia shouldn't be an offensive coordinator it's a terrible like it makes your eyes bleed watching them yeah it's like watching the clippers right <laughs> i think it's that i don't believe in any of those those bullshit teams that aren't in the jets might just be decent honestly i think this is the most favorable uh favorable way we could have this go right like i wouldn't want to really watch any of these teams that aren't in it make it no me either and then we can just bet against the jets week one or first week of the playoffs would we bet against them though mike white in the playoffs your own peril seth has never been playing the the microphone he's just yelling from the distance (laughs) (laughs) they'd be what they'd be playing the chiefs right yeah sauce gardner might Shut them down, though. Shut down who? Travis Kelsey? I mean, <laughs> Travis, baby. <laughs> uh, all right, let's uh, quick hit MVP. Who's your MVP? So allow me to read the odds. We got Patty Mahomes, he of the ketchup lover, plus 125. We have Jalen Hurts at plus 175. Joe Burrow, plus 600. Joe Cool. Tua Tugavailoa, 12 to 1. Josh Allen, how the mighty have fallen, 14 to 1. Uh, I think it's between Patty and Hertz, and that's really what the what the odds tell us. Uh, Patty is nine and three. His team is. He's a two seed. He's got 30 touchdowns, eight interceptions, 3,800 yards. Jalen Hurts, his team, as we know, is 11 and one at the one seed right now. 
20 touchdowns, three interceptions, 2,940 yards. He had 609 rushing. Yeah. Yeah. He had 609 rushing yards and nine, nine touchdowns on the ground. That's Jamal Williams esque. Um, so, Kyle, just tell us why it's Jalen Hurts. I think you kind of just told us why. Nine rushing touchdowns, 600 yards on the ground, only three interceptions. Best record in the NFL. They should be undefeated still, to be honest with you. Mm. That loss was a disgrace. The you know they were going to slip up in one of those great divisions, you know. I mean, but, I, I I feel like it's going to be Hurts if this continues, just with kind of, I don't want to say voter fatigue, because it's not like Patrick wins it every year, but it's just some better stories, newer, and the Eagles are more unexpectedly really good i feel, I feel like, like we should is... create i feel like we should create a new mvp award where the quarterbacks are ineligible because that'd be a lot more interesting don't even get me started i i i feel like the mahomes hurts mvp debate in the nfl is similar to like the Giannis Jokic MVP debates kind of of the last like two years or so. Whereas Hertz is the Jokic level and Giannis mm-hmm. or, or Mahomes would be like the Giannis level. I don't know why it just seems right. Yeah. I mean, Jokic is a bit more established than Hertz. Um, Maybe just in terms of might like, be like Giannis Tatum, to be honest. It's more like Derek Rose and LeBron. Hmm? <laughs> 2011, anyone? Well, that one definitely should have been LeBron. Don't talk about a boy like that. You're just mad because a Bulls player won MVP. Can't even get one over there. You crave Tatum MVP. I'm just saying he proved it in the playoffs (laughs) that LeBron was better. It was a regular season award. (laughs) (laughs) LeBron should have won 18 straight MVPs. I mean, the way he did. That's not true at all. See, All that's right. the type of a caricature that the LeBron haters the real question get is, fuel off of. Good. I want them fueled and ready. The real question is, I picked Joe Burrow before the season to be the MVP. And what are his uh, – what needs to happen, you think, for him to do it? Do they need to win out? They need, they need a time machine. If they end up <laughs> with the first seed – in the AFC, does that put Joe Burrow in? Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, they would definitely need to win their division. Right. They would Which probably need to be a one right seed. Browns, I mean, he's Bucks, been playing really well. Patriots, Bills, Ravens. Not the easiest matchups, but yet somehow not the hardest. I don't think you can have both because you and I both want the Eagles to get the one seed. I don't think you can have that and have Burrow win MVP, to be honest. Why? I mean, the one seed in the AFC for the Bengals and the Eagles already have the one seed in the NFC. So you would, if if both had the one seed, you would pick Burrow as your MVP? No, not necessarily. I'm saying that's who I picked at the beginning of the season, and I'd like to be right about it. <laughs> yeah, but I that's your boy, right, Jalen Hurts. Wouldn't you rather Jalen Hurts wins an MVP? Well, yeah, but I also picked them first to be first in the East or in the NFC and to win 12 or more games. We are... Way on pace for both of those. My predictions have been hot. Hey, I was on you with the Eagles, too. I bet 
I bet on them to be the one seed and best record in the NFL. And we're just crushing Seth in that bet. Then they're ready. Well, actually, if they don't win another game, Matt gets Matt the money. pays all of us money. Yes. <laughs> so maybe we should hope for that. <laughs> maybe. All right. Real quick, last thing. I know Seth Seth is out right now. That bread bowl hit him hard. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he looks like a bread bowl. <laughs> he looks like a bread bowl. Super Bowl. Uh, any regrets? I had I had Chiefs uh, Chiefs Packers. I'll keep the Chiefs. I think it's got to be Chiefs Eagles for me now. I I would want to kind of want to say Niners, but Jimmy G is out. Well, we thought forever, but now it says he might be back for the playoffs. Forever? No, I don't think so. <laughs> that he was dead? I thought they said that there's. It's very unlikely that he returns, like even in mid January. I thought he wasn't getting surgery, so he could possibly be back for the playoffs. Honestly, is Brock Purdy that much different than Jimmy G? Oh, there's a way outside chance of Garoppolo returning. Okay, they got our hopes up. Uh, I don't know. Brock Purdy looked looked like the truth, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, I picked Bills Rams at the beginning of the season. What do you think I was thinking? (laughs) But I mean, didn't you pick the Chiefs and the Rams? So no, I picked Chiefs Packers. Okay. So, All of us picked one <laughs> terrible team. At least my team isn't the worst team in the league. Seth picked they, don't even pick own, they don't even own their draft pick. <laughs> that goes to Detroit. Yeah, it's going to be a real all-time trade right there. Yeah, we all picked one terrible team and one good team. And my team is the team that's going to win. So, What was your team? Denver. <laughs> I picked Minnesota-Denver, yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> We're so close to Russ having as many losses as bathrooms. We just need three more. <laughs> he still doesn't have as no, uh, no, I think he has exactly as many wins as as bedrooms. Yeah, I think that's right. Three? Yeah. yeah. What a despicable, <laughs> despicable year. <laughs> the worst God, we are bad at predictions. I don't know. I just went on a telling you about how good I was with everything else. It's just, you know, the Rams did us damn dirty this year. It's almost as if someone asked us pick one Super Bowl winner and one team that's the worst in the league. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. All right. Well, that'll about do it for this this episode of Sportball. Bengals Eagles is what I'm rooting for then. That's my new go-to. All right. Cool. You guys want a quick pick a World Cup winner? It wasn't on the script, but script. But uh, I mean, we get, we're down. We've to, been reading off a script. This <laughs> <entire> time. <laughs> we're down to eight teams. We got Kyle's Croats from Croatia. We got Brazil, Netherlands, Argentina, Morocco. Okay. With that boy in goal. Morocco. <laughs> Bono. Dude, he was doing like moves on the on the person taking the PK. I know <laughs> he was nothing. like, yeah, he the the what are they called the kickers? What what do you call them? The uh, Penalty takers, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. He had he was living rent free in all of their heads. They didn't know <laughs> yeah, what to do. For real. Why don't other goaltenders do that? I don't know. They don't. They, 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 can't, they can't execute it as well. Yeah, it's hard, I guess. Uh, we got Portugal. We got England and France. So I feel like all of them are pretty much expected, except Morocco and maybe Croatia. How's Croats? Oh, okay, come on now. <laughs> uh, I'll take anyone from South America to win. Won't tell you who, but it'll be. Do we get to just pick continents now, or what? (laughs) It'll be either Brazil or Argentina. Okay. 
I'll take Brazil, but I picked Argentina before the World Cup and they're still in it, so I might as well say them as well. So I'll take the entire continent of South America. (laughs) That way he can't be wrong. Um, I mean, I have to go with France, of course. Yeah, Mbappe's that boy. I think he still leads. uh, He's the front runner for the Balloon Dior. (laughs) Who's better? Who's a better Killian? Hayes or Mbappe? Close. Who? <laughs> Killian Hayes, you know? Point oh, Killian Hayes. Yeah. It? yeah. All right. Uh, Fine. He did go off the other day. So go ahead. I mean, my heart would pick Morocco, but my other heart would pick the Netherlands. The Netherlands? Wow. I mean, then we could say we lost to the World Cup champion. That's true. We can hold our heads high. We, you don't play on the team. Who's to say he doesn't? You like to think that, <laughs> wouldn't you? <laughs> so that's coming in live from Qatar right now. Yeah. All right. So we gave you three sports, technically. I mean, you don't get that anywhere else. That's the thing. This is why Belgium tunes in here and not anywhere else. Rip to Belgium, by the way. They didn't even make it at the group stage. The yeah. golden shower is over. Fun. Oh, man. Croatia plays the on Friday. Shower is over. <laughs> yeah, Croatia, Brazil, Friday. Oh, my what God. That's do, a Kyle? big game for me tomorrow morning. Yeah. Huge. All right, Kyle, send us off. Send the listeners of Belgium off with something to wet their whistles. You're going to be listening to this after it happened, but I do hope that you hear this in your dreams tonight. Wake up Friday and watch the crows with some coffee. Mm. Mm. Go crows. <laughs>